Hey Zombro fans, we're also twice I'm back here for yet another wonderful week of Zombro's action. I'm joined by my worldly co-host across the pond, a skipping a jump and studying fish, Johnny J25. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing real well. Mr. Worldwide just came back from Budapest, uh, hence Ooh. the Monday show. Ooh. Uh, we a, today is, do you know what holiday it is, Reed? No, I do not. I do not know the German holiday. Uh, it's not a German holiday. Oh, what holiday is it then? Some Christian you are, Reed. It's Pentecost. Oh, fudge. I, they absolutely talked about that this week. Oh, wow. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Come on, Reed. The disciples now have received the word of God and can speak every language. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, no, so, so yep. Pentecost is a, it's a... The German, Germany does their holidays. Every state decides mm -hmm. when the holidays are, and Berlin decided that mm -hmm. Pentecost is a day off. So we had a long weekend, and I'm like... I kind of want to take advantage of this long weekend and go to Budapest. And Reed was like, that's okay. We'll do a Monday show. And I said, thank you. And um, here we are. Here we are now. Did you I've see the Grand Budapest that... Hotel? No, I don't. Is that actually a thing in Budapest? I have no idea. 100% not. I really doubt it is. But I was just being cheeky and fun. I was wondering. I mean, I know it's a movie. And I, I love that movie. Budapest, but love I, I that movie. Uh, closest I think I maybe got to a Grand Budapest Hotel was this place I went to called mm -hmm. the New York uh palace cafe mm -hmm. which like you enter it, it go google it you look at the pictures it's the most okay. decadent cafe you'll ever see called like i think it's new york city cafe budapest or something new like that new york city cafe budapest i'll get it up for you guys on stream so you can get a see see the look here Ooh. Oh, I wonder if they took some inspiration. This place was decadent, and they had like they had like a mini orchestra playing music throughout the entire cafe. Oh, wow. um, I waited in line for an hour to uh, to have like breakfast here. Mm -hmm. um, I ordered a cappuccino with uh, twenty with the logo of the uh, of the cafe like scribbled into the cappuccino with twenty four karat gold. Um, <sighs> And if you're wondering how rich I am, I'm not that rich. The cappuccino was only 10 euros, which sounds like a lot. But like as like a one time thing, like a, a random ass splurge, is it really that bad? I don't think so. No, no, definitely not. For those of you on the like, audio which... podcast, the what it looks like is I would describe it very much in the if you've ever been to a normal Catholic church. It reminds me a lot of that architecture all the way throughout with the ceilings being painted and the archways like, are very like, intricate. Like cathedral yeah, yes, very yes, very much cathedral like. It's uh, bougie as fuck. Um, yes. And I'm like I'm like, all right, well, I got it like I gotta experience this once, you know. Yes, I'm like, I'm not out here eating. Here. I'm not out here drinking ten dollar cappuccinos every day, no, like as a, a one time thing. thing. Yeah, that's where that's where all the YouTube money goes. <laughs> Gold encrusted cappuccinos. That's there's the life. That's the high life we live. All that good old right. Patreon money's going right into golden cappuccinos for Johnny J. Mm -hmm. It looks a lot know, bigger so from the images, uh, but I'm seeing videos really, of it. Okay. It, no, it's really big. It must uh, be the cafe. Oh, that's right. It's only the cafe they're showing. I'm seeing it now, but someone got better video footage here. Mm -hmm. It's it was oh it was great. wow. Um, giving me but, a little uh, Titanic vibes now too. A little bit, yeah. Little, actually, got some red uh, like bear vibes. Yeah, velvet on like the banisters. I'm seeing in one of these videos. What's funny too is like half the fun of of uh, sitting down having breakfast there was watching all the people um, like pose for pictures. Yeah, like we we. Uh, uh, happened to have just sat right next to the staircase and all throughout our meal people would like pose on the staircase and somebody would take in the photo it was funny that's really cool uh, so that's what i've been up to also i've decided the best part of being uh off camera on the podcast now is now i don't have to care what i look like 
Oh, like, you know, my right now is all over the place. Uh huh. Um, so like I'm off camera. But Boom. The benefits, the benefits. I don't know. I don't mind it as much because I don't have to really mess with the boxes and I can just enjoy uh, talking to you without too, too many worries and stresses. So it's fantastic. Mm. The gameplay in the background is a brand new release gauntlet. It is the Trials of Hercules, which I'd say is one of the best gauntlets, but we'll get into that in just a moment. It's the I labors think. of Hercules. Oh, you're right. You're right. Have it you is. played it? <laughs> I hate you. Um, we have. Because uh, I have. <laughs> yeah, I know you have it. You're the worst. No, God, but I. Yeah. Well, okay. So here, here's the thing. I do have yeah. my PS4 here with me. Yes. Um, I don't have it set up yet because I don't have a desk and like my own personal monitor. I do have access to a monitor I can borrow, but what's holding me back is a desk. Uh, but I did sit down and watch a whole playthrough of it, so I have I have opinions on it. Fantastic. And uh, I played through the whole thing. I didn't finish it because. The game glitched out one time, and then the second time I brought in the absolute worst weapon to the boss fight, and I spent two hours, an hour and a half in the boss fight, and I couldn't kill Pegasus because I didn't have a specialist weapon strong enough to kill him. So I will mm -hmm. dive into that, but I want to remind everybody that we're on iTunes and Spotify. I have updated everything except maybe last week's episode. I think I might have dragged my feet on that. I'm going to get better into a routine. Uh, what I've been up to as I was traveled to Syracuse to visit a friend to go see Tim Tebow play baseball was his pitch to me. I think that was yeah, secretly... The, uh, the Mets, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Triple A team. He has no business being with the Triple A team. I saw him play uh, and he, yikes. He no, he is not major league uh, capable. He's a fine athlete, but seeing him track a baseball, seeing him hit, it's rough. He's batting a buck ninety-seven left field. So, and what's he, what's he batting? Buck ninety one ninety-seven. I guess that, he's there because he's selling he's selling t-shirts and jerseys. Right? Exactly, just, exactly. You 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 did exactly what I did. The same thing. He's very marketable, and that place is filled. I mean, that's the, everyone knew Tim Tebow's on the team, even though he's one of the worst players. So that's what drove people to the been there to for get a while there. though. Don't you think that they've like, I don't know that 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 has lost its luster. Like, don't you, I, I think after like the first year or two, they'd be like, all right, we've had enough. of. I don't back. know. I feel like the Syracuse Mets, it seemed like they had quite a community and it's fun to have this like a celebrity. It's like, Oh, I come to see Tim Tebow. Even if he's bad, at least I'm seeing somebody special. Like when you go to see any other major league team, that's not doing so hot. You go for like, Angels, for example, I go to see Albert Pujols and Mike Trout. They're incredible athletes, even though they're producing more than Tim Tebow is. There's just kind of like a little something special around it that makes you go, hey, I want to I want to go see the game just for him and just enjoy my life for a little while. So it's a fun thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Give or take. So that was fun. And then um, Reed ended up going to a bar. That was something else um, and going out the whole night. Like I've gone bar hopping before, but I've never gone to one of those where it's like shoulder to shoulder where you can't move. Uh, that, those are the worst. Oh, man. Because it was like their last nights. My buddy is in a uh, physical therapy program. So uh, all the doctors, so PAs, uh, the whole, PTs. The whole program did, did a crawl together. The yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like their last night before some people leave to go do residencies and all that type of stuff. And um, it was really fun. And everybody was having a good time. But, oh, man. It was actually amazing where it was so mind-numbingly loud in there. I was having this clarity. Because I think too much. And it was just so, it was just like, um, so ridiculous. I was just like, oh, this is almost did peaceful the other, in the chaos. Did the other programs, from, did the other students from the program all have matching t-shirts? Oh, no, 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 no. They weren't laying uh, like that. I just see that. Uh, no. Colleges will do, or like specific programs will have Oh, these are, these are like grad programs, though. Like these guys, they're so old. This, no, no, I've seen it with grad programs. You know, that's fair. You know, yeah, it's fair too, actually, yeah. This crowd it'll, in you, particular. It'll, 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 
didn't care it too much. It used to be organized by the department. Yeah, yeah. No, this was just like... You'll pay whatever amount, and you'll get a t-shirt, and mm -hmm. then you do it. Oh, speaking Uh, of t-shirt, during that... um, Game, baseball game we we showed up at just the right time and uh, my friends kept saying like oh if reed never asked us to go get that ice cream it wouldn't have worked out because the, the line was getting too long and they're like hey go over there and we went in the vip section and we're like we're not supposed to be here but they told us and they're like shut up here you go get in get in get in the stadium and we got free t-shirt vouchers so we were like wow what a, what a nice day i thought you were going to tell me that you caught a t-shirt from the t-shirt cannon no, uh, but that would have been interesting. I, they were actually throwing out uh, styrofoam baseballs uh, or like the squishy mm-hmm. ones, like stress balls, but they looked like hard yeah. balls and they're throwing them into the crowd. I'm like, are they are, are they throwing hard balls? <laughs> 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 it totally had me fooled for a little bit. They need they need T-shirt cannons though, to bring down the capitalist pigs. Oh, there it is. There it the is. Revolu- the revolution will be had with T-shirt cannons. <laughs> shout out to Shout out. To, do, do you know that meme? Oh, I don't know the meme, but it sounds very familiar, and I definitely know the you know, line you know about who, bringing down the capitalist pigs. Like I've heard that you know who, joke repurposed. Do you know who gritty is gritty. Mm, well, no, gritty is the Philadelphia Flyers mascot. Go Google gritty. Okay, G R I T T Y. He was just announced okay. last year. Oh, oh fuck! I know about this dude. Oh no! Ah! Yeah. So. Ah! So first, so at first, everybody was like, "Okay, this man is an absolute psychopath." Ah! And then, and then he got he got um, he got co opted by like Antifa and um, oh and god, of, like, and like the the extreme left. No god, <laughs> no, it, it, it's actually it's really funny. It's like so so they they've turned him into like this hyper pro communist figure who will like eat the capitalists oh my god <laughs> like if you just google gritty memes okay it's like i came to you see him he's like i came to smash fascists and awaken chaos gods and i'm all out of chaos oh my god that's a nice means of production you got there It'd be a shame if someone seized it and there's this tweet that says gritty please murder me with your t-shirt cannon <laughs> <laughs> I came here to smash fascists and awaken chaos gods, and I'm all out of chaos gods. Oh my god! So you see, you, you know, like the, the 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 sound of music cover of Julie Andrews, like walking through the field and the mountains behind her. It's yeah, that, but it's gritty, and it says, uh, "The only way to stop climate change is to stop capitalism." Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's a quote that says, "The king must die so that the country can live." Gritty. So for audio listeners, you could Google Gritty, but he looks like this sun-dried orange bug-eyed mess. He He's looks a, like a psychopath. Absolutely. The eyes are crazy. You want to talk about crazy eyes, it's on a whole new level. And he's got this like lion mane, but the orange face is like kind of looks like an Elmo monster of sorts. And he's got no, this, this is, evil this is, this is lizard smile. Have you ever seen the one where it's like, I prefer the real one, and then it's like, I yes. said the real one, and yes. it's perfect? Yeah, perfection. Like, I prefer the real champion of the workers, and it's Bernie Sanders. And uh-huh. like, I said the real champion of the workers, it's Karl Marx, and, it's like, and then the next one is perfection, and it's gritty. God. God. It's funny, regardless of where you stand on the political spectrum, it's just funny, I think. Wow. Yeah, that's funny. All right, so that's our introductions. In case you're new to the show, introductions mm-hmm. are always oh, one first. Last, oh yeah, yeah. One last, one last announcement. One last introduction. Bit, yeah. Then we'll get to the actual zombies podcast. Yeah, sure. Uh, I started a new channel. All right. Oh. I created a new channel. Oh. Uh, 
I'll put a link in your chat because this is what I'm this is what this podcast is all about self promotion. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so if you're if you're a fan of soccer, I'm starting a soccer channel. I know I've talked about this before, but mm-hmm. so I'm going to the Women's World Cup and I'm seeing the U.S. Women's National Team next week play Chile. I have mm-hmm. a few uh, videos that I plan to make while I'm in Paris, and this channel is going to be dedicated to American soccer. It's yeah. called the American Game. I'm going to put a link in it in the chat. Um, okay. It's going to be all about uh, the U.S. national team, the women's national team, Major League Soccer, Americans who are playing overseas and abroad, mm. and uh, I'm excited for it. I've been doing a lot of work. I have the channel and the art ready right now. Woo! The only thing I'm asking is that people subscribe to it. Even if oh. you're not a soccer fan, I would really appreciate if you subscribe to it, because if I can get this to 10,000 subscribers, then I could film in the YouTube space, Berlin, which will allow me to up the production quality. So I would really appreciate if you guys did that, went over and subscribed. And then even yeah. if like, you're not a soccer fan, just subscribe and don't even watch the videos. <laughs> Jesus. But if you are, yeah. oh, I just want to get this channel to 10K. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm using like an old Let's Play channel I had that's at like 3,500 subs. Oh, good. Yeah, this, yeah. Channel's, this channel's already monetized, so I don't have to get it approved under the new system. Nice, nice. So nice. if anybody's wondering whatever happened to Johnny J Plays, this is what happened to Johnny J Plays. Oh, I could do that. I never even thought about doing that with... Uh... My other Let's Play channel, but yeah, there you go. Fascinating. Yeah, 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 it's a good idea. Uh, apparently, it's really hard to get new channels monetized now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. The Film and Focus is still not monetized. I, I got to kick it. I got to get a lot more watch time. So, mm-hmm. watch time and but subscribers. Yeah, so, if you could subscribe to that, even if you're not, like, once we hit 10,000 subs, you can unsubscribe. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I just want to get that. I mean, I probably won't get that number up for a little while. But yeah, yeah. I would love it if you could. And thank you to those who help. Uh, I'll put another link in your chat called the american game nice and should should kick off in a week or two fantastic um do, basically i'm doing a lot of filming next week and then once i get the videos edited they'll be out supporter man support our guy johnny mm-hmm. j all right through thick and thin we have and it's extra content so if you're bored nothing like more videos to consume to distract you from the life we are going to be talking about uh, E3, a lot of the announcements, trailers, and a little bit of the streaming service of Google, because we touched on that in the past. We're going to be talking about Black Ops 4 today and uh, their update to Days of Summer, the new elixirs that have been added, the uh, brand new gauntlet, and we will be talking about the rumor that is, all it is is a rumor, speculation, discussion, nothing's been confirmed, and this could easily change in three seconds but because i believe everyone's so starved for content in the community everyone and their brothers talking about the possibility of an ether reboot and a chaos storyline uh getting the hook and being canceled early so i guess we'll start there john have you heard about that rumor that the yeah, ether storyline is getting the reboot um is there any actually tangible proof to it because I, I saw it floating around as soon as i saw and i i saw your video and i'm like nah this is nonsense is there actually tangible proof to it this is apparently what uh developers are talking about inside treyarch right now they're basically oh, in over, meetings over, talking over craig about houston's it. dead body yeah <laughs> i really i really hope for craig houston's sake not that not that i think the chaos story is this beacon of yeah. zombies that needs to be upheld yeah, um, yeah like whatever whatever you think of chaos and ether yes is whatever you think i think it's good uh is it better than ether i don't think so but it, it needs more time to develop yep and i'm just like don't don't kill this baby right away I agree. um we've we've had like so many new zombie stories oh. that all fail after one season exo yep. zombies iw zombies yep. um 
we can even count extinction to that category too. World War Two uh, zombies. Two zombies. Yep. Um, Everything. Am I missing any? No, I'm pretty, that's the four other ones. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean we've had like four straight. We, we've had four straight new zombie IPs. We'll call it, we'll call them zombie IPs. Yeah, sure. Uh, I like it. Get canceled after their first go. Yep. And it's just like ah, get this one legs because it's from a studio you actually trust, and I'm sure Craig Houston actually really cares about this story. Yeah. I, I like. I really hope one. internally Craig Houston is fighting for his story, and I hope Jason is as well. Yep. Um, because it seems like this is something they really believe in, and I would hate for. Not that like I'm, I'm not that I'm against um I'm not against an ether but I'm just I I'm just like give this give this one another chance. Give it one more season and if after the second season people really aren't on board, then maybe we can talk ether reboot. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you feel about the rumor about a season pass 2 and then the full season pass 2 is going to be the second season all four maps for chaos to wrap up their storyline? I'm better. I'm more. I'm more okay with that. Um, okay. Because uh, if it if it if it got because you know there's there's something to be said about um, the story running forever. Yeah. And that's a problem that Ether ran into. Yep. But if if Craig Houston were to sit if 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 Activision sat down Craig Houston and said uh, we're going to give you one more season, you're going to get four maps, maybe five maps to really tell your story, and then Craig can sit down and map out those five episodes within a story and that might even force him to make them more dense in terms of content because he knows he doesn't have forever yep um i'm happy with that like i'm mm-hmm. i'm okay with the self-contained two season story the problem yeah. is that we've got we've gotten all these stories that leave cliffhangers as if they're going to continue on in the next game yeah they never do they never but do. if if they if they knew that they were going to get like five episodes and they could use that for those five episodes i know this isn't um I know games aren't like TV shows, but you might as well think of this. They are very similar, content. though. In the entertainment industry, you know, yeah. how certain things develop they, and they stories are told. Content. So yes, yes. Giving Craig one season to really craft an ending and make a nice self-contained two-season story, I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. What I, I mean, want yeah. is, I just, I, I, I feel bad for, honestly, I think what it is, I feel bad for. And I think Craig and Jason, they were like, we can do these stories, and they were so excited for and this will give us so much more room. Because they talked about mm-hmm. how constricting or ether was and i think that was like one of their original reasons why they decided to break off yep you know because because once you build this universe you have to play in the rules of the universe yep well how do you how do you free yourself from those shackles you build a new universe yeah because they didn't even write this remember this is still off the backs of uh, jimmy z and the original creators yeah that it's are even not around. even their story. snyder was it snyder was the other guy yeah. uh, I really don't think Jesse Snyder played much in the realm of story. I yeah, think just he was building more, it. Yeah, so it's yeah, more Jimmy Zelensky, Peter I think Snyder, I mean, I can't speak for Verrooked because I have no idea who made Verrooked. But yep. just reading uh, the blog post from Jesse Schneider, yep. he did a lot of the grunt work for Knocked. I can't speak for Verrooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, like, chaos to me, it feels like Jason and Craig's, they finally got their own baby and now it's being taken mm-hmm. from them. Yeah. Not happy. Um that's my official stance. If 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 chaos ends on a cliffhanger, oh, that would be like, terrible. If they end it well, now, well, guess, if it's like straight ancient, up canceled from Ancient Evil, Ancient Evil, yeah, is uh, like, that, just, that, that would that just be horrible. That just dawned on me that Ancient Evil would technically be the ending. Um, horrible, terrible, terrible time to cancel it because uh, because the case, was, Ancient Evil sold everybody on yeah, this story. Yeah. Um, I, it's I still love it. I it's still one of my favorite that's maps. Why, that's why. I, I, that's why. Like when you. You know, like I saw it floating around. I saw it mentioned on the Reddit. I, I didn't watch your video, but I saw yep. it. you had made a video on. And I was like, there's no way. 
You yeah. know, like they invested a comic book into this. They they made four maps or five maps already. Is is it four or five? Mm-hmm. They made uh, four maps already. Um, you know, like they like they can't they can't pull a plug now. Yeah. Well, I mean, they Activision just canceled an entire game for Sledgehammer and Raven. So I think things are nothing is safe anymore. I would I would guess at this point if they're willing to get a year out of production for call of duty 2019 and say yeah you guys are done nope we don't we're not doing this this is not working we're going in a new direction you guys are done Treyarch and infinity war are back on the cycle that's that's a lot that's something i wouldn't expect from them i, I expected it like years out for them to be like all right you know you just made your game don't work on the next one We'll figure it out. This isn't working. They were halfway through production going, nah, this is crap. Yeah, we're pulling the plug on this. That makes me Mm -hmm. more uh, concerned that the the chaos could get canceled. But I never in my head had a cancellation of it's we won't get more after Ancient Evil. That seems nuts to me. There's no way. I just don't believe that. Um, And I would would think that they'd have enough faith in Treyarch to do so or Mm -hmm. not to do so. And some um, cost fallacy is a great thing to put, uh, bring up COD Zombie HQ. That is uh, a fallacy used time and time again in economics. It's a, a example I'll use for you guys is if you're waiting in line, right? And you're at the grocery store and you got this long line. You've been waiting for about 10 minutes. There's still six people in front of you in the line and a new cash register opens up. Instead of going to be first or second in that line over there, you stay in your line because you're saying, well, I've already spent this much time in this line. I I'm just gonna finish it, right? I I, I don't even want to change. Well, you're better off. Yeah, but the leaving sunk cost, the sunk cost fallacy doesn't apply here. No, no money, sunk, money. Sunk cost applies to um, oh, the chaos. So you're but, saying like, we're on a cliffhanger, and they're saying this isn't making us money. We're killing it. Nope, we're done. It doesn't matter that we had all though, the story. We're done. No, but no, but typically sunk cost fallacy implies that there's mm-hmm. like there hasn't been any there hasn't been any return on investment or sign that a return on investment is imminent. Um. Whereas I would argue that I don't know, know about that. or Ancient Evil, I feel like was successful enough in grabbing the community that you can make the argument that, um, like, you might have just gotten just enough, maybe not monetarily, but in terms of community reaction, mm-hmm. I think it was successful enough to consider maybe not just pulling the plug. Like, if Ancient Evil launched and people were still meh on this story, yeah, then I would agree with the sunk cost fallacy. But I feel like a lot of people really got excited about the ending. Yeah, you know, like we 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 yeah. raved about the ending, and the community did too. The Reddit did. Everybody enjoyed it, and people were like, "Okay, I'm I'm into the story now." Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, f- a fair amount, a fair amount of people, especially on our channels. Um, I, apparently, mm-hmm. I found a, a strong bias on my channel was pointed out of how much people like the chaos storyline. I think Zombros probably contributes to that versus other channels that just detest it. So we might be mm-hmm. in our own little echo chamber and bubble, and we probably have gravitated people who still enjoy the game because we give chaos so much props for what it's become. So that's something we do have to keep in mind as well. Uh, but that doesn't that take be. away. I still enjoy chaos. I still like it. But I still think do, it's good. So does uh, something tells me that you hate the idea of... Uh, ether reboot something tells me you detest it no no am i wrong in this assumption yes yes Uh, because at that point to me it's just whatever right i'm just gonna enjoy it as um just some form of entertainment i'm going to see the godzilla movie i'm going to see transformers it's not something that 
is profound. It's not something that's changing my life. It's not something that is deeply meaningful to me anymore. It's just something to enjoy. Oh, you know, every year a new Call of Duty game comes out. Well, you like multiplayer. I'll just try out the multiplayer. It doesn't have to mean a lot to me, but I'll, I'll play it a little bit. Um, any, anything like that that you can expect is like, oh, to have zombies again, you know, have some time off of it. Our favorite characters for Tank Dempsey and all that type of stuff. Um, I, I put it this way, and some people, you know, get very, weren't so uh, accepting of the idea. But to me, it was like Aladdin just came out, right? With Will Smith. Obviously, the animated ones, for us, we grew up with the animated Robin Williams Aladdin. I love that movie. That movie is absolutely terrific, and I think it's the best version of Aladdin I've ever seen. Um, but there's also been Broadway plays, and there's also now this movie. Um, that doesn't mean that because I like the original Aladdin movie and it meant so much to me when I saw it then, doesn't mean the Will Smith one has to be absolute trash. I hate it. It's a cash grab. The new, the kids who are younger than us that are growing up with this, the 4 to 12-year-olds are going to see Will Smith and that's going to be their genie. And that's going to be their Aladdin. And they, they're going to connect with that. And what matters most to me is that that story continues and it's generational so it's told a little differently so my, some people might be like oh great you know how the me too movement being shoved down our throat and women's rights and all that well that's their generation right that's their aladdin that's their messages and there's still plenty of room to criticize and all that type of stuff absolutely but i don't see this value and taking away like well they don't tell the story the way i want it no one gets the story no one gets to enjoy the the story of aladdin genie and jasmine so with a reboot, I don't see the purpose of being like, they don't tell Tank Dempsey and Rick Toffin right? There's no Samantha or there's no Cthulhu. No, no, I don't want it, period. Why? What? What? It could be better. We could have people like, it, not even, it doesn't have to be better. That's even the wrong word to say. Just different, right? It doesn't have to meet expect lofty expectations. A reboot to me resets my expectations that are already un unmatchable at this point. In the Call of Duty storyline, what if it's not? What if it's another another soft reboot like Origins? Yes, Mr. exactly. Mr. People I got really behind that. A hundred percent. I bring that up in the video. A hundred percent. That's why I'm not too opposed to a reboot because, like, we've already done it. You guys already got it. What I originally loved, and then you got I me always, reinvested. <laughs> I always had a feeling there'd be a reboot. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever said this on the show. Maybe I have, but you know, mm -hmm. something just told me that, like. Because, you know, Call of Duty's been really into nostalgia lately. Yes. Like, you know, like, they're bringing yes. back Modern yeah. War. Blackout was basically Call of Duty, the all-star game. Yep, yep. Or Treyarch, Treyarch's all-star game. Um, I, I, I totally like, see this Fortnite, I was like, man. I was like, don't paint me surprised if mm. in five years they brought back the Ether story. Yeah. You know, like, they, yep. they, did, they did two or three seasons of Chaos. They had their fun. Yep. And then Jason comes on stage, like, Theresa May doing that dance mm. in, like, Guess who's back? Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, you have to see me doing the dance, right? You know, you, you ever <laughs> seen a three-panel meme of Theresa May stem? Yep, yep. Walking on a stage. Oh my god, that's Jason being. Yep. Like, Guess who's getting a reboot? Yep. I mean, I honestly thought it'd be something like Monty ends this whole saga by like resetting the universe, and that's where you get your reboot. Is that like yeah. it could be bittersweet? It could be it could be like oh the children get to live their lives, but then they do the stupid thing where now they ruin that. Which is like oh wow everything was perfect, but we're gonna ruin that ending because we like money or we want to tell a new story. So I'm ooh, not ooh fun reboot fun reboot we 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 change up the crew a little. Uh huh. Uh, oh, I don't know every... who we cut. Um, we, we cut we cut somebody maybe Taku. maybe uh 
If we're doing Ultimus Takio. Get that guy the fuck out of there. Nah, nah. We're doing we're doing we're doing young guys, young inexperienced guys. And what I mean okay. is, you've taken the you've taken the grown up version of the children. Yeah, but you've got Samantha in the house too. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, Sam is a no brainer so, to me as a character. We should yeah, be playing well, that's as. what I'm saying. Like, 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 that's such a no brainer. Like, let's get a young Samantha in this crew. Yeah. Um, this is exciting. Is nice. Don't you also in the house have a young Russ man, a young yeah Misty, Misty, Misty? Like, you, you have you have in theory, I think nine kids in the house. Is, I think so. Is it that many kids? I don't know. If, I don't know if there's well, there's two each crews. Crew has their own, there's eight. Each crew has their own kids plus plus Samantha. I don't know if they're all in the house at the same time. Oh, you're right. But I, I distinctly remember seeing a young uh, yeah transit crew was in the comments. They were in the comments. Uh, comics. So it's like it's like you know you could you could really mix and match them. And if they're young, you get like like give us like give me like a juvenile tank Dempsey. Yeah. You and know. the thing is, they're not they're not stereotypes anymore, too. So now we're not bound no, by that, but, and I don't have to hear that conversation anymore. You can, can have your can proper even, development. You, we could even, in a way, watch them mold into their adult selves. Yeah, and know? the best like, version I mean, of themselves. I mean, we, we saw them. We saw them as young versions with Ultimus, but I'm talking like let's let's do like let's do like teenager. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Like, no. Let's, uh, let's let's turn this shit into a young adult novel. Yeah, young, a, I don't see a why young not. Young adult dystopian novel. Not yeah, really, Hunger Games it up. It works every time. <laughs> and the battle royale comes well, out now, now that now the young adult fiction dystopian genre has crashed oh, and burned. Yeah, because everyone and their sisters done it. Every yeah. video game. I'm starting to get massive burnout on every time I see a video game that talks about the apocalypse in any shape, way, or form. I'm like, I don't care. This is ridiculous. I mean, we've been doing yeah. this for almost ten years now of this dystopian apocalypse stuff over and it's over. It's funny and though; over. it's they're they're not funny, but um, it's interesting. The the prospect of a reboot mm-hmm. actually makes me more excited than the continuation of the story because it, yeah. it the, the clean clean slate is attractive, especially when you have characters that you know are fun to work with and fun to yep. play with. Yep, that's why. Okay, and, you know. Oh, wait, you yeah, know, I, I got I got I have to in, interject. In a, re, in a reboot, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Craig and Jason were kind of constricted, one, by the rules of the universe, but two, yep. because they're working with characters they didn't create. Yep, yep. But if you're starting fresh with them in a reboot, then you can, then you don't have that problem. Yes. Um, my buddy Justin came over. I mean, he hasn't played COD in years, and he heard about Modern Warfare, and he was trying to make jokes at it with me that they're like, what are they doing with it? He didn't quite understand it. And we, we were kind of going back and forth a little bit. And then I go, he's like, I'm they're they're redoing the storyline it's a reboot so like all those things in modern warfare one two and three didn't happen anymore he's like no i love no i'm like yeah nope doesn't happen he's like no but i'm like nope he's like but i thought it was just like prequel young price i'm like nope nope he's young but it's just a whole new story of it he's like no i go but that means you know like soap and ghost are alive and he goes oh what and i'm like yeah that's what everybody says he's like ghost is alive i'm like everyone's reaction I swear to God, everyone's reaction is like, well, if Ghost is still alive, maybe this isn't a bad idea. <laughs> so it's with the not, zombies, it, you, it's you like... Lose, you lose... Because, you know, you, you, when you think reboot, you lose all the love. Yeah. You lose everything you hate it, too. Yeah. Yeah. And there is... Suddenly, suddenly, that doesn't <laughs> sound as bad. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, it you makes, know, it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting. It's, it's an interesting idea because it's like I'm, I'm torn on it. I don't want to see chaos ripped from under the covers 100 percent. 
I mean, they already haven't gotten a fair shake, John. Like, it's bullshit that they had to go up splitting time with the Ether storyline. Like, they, yeah. Chaos totally had a completely unfair chance to try and make it with this community. And then to get canceled on top of that was just like, yeah, of course it was doomed from failure. This was like internal sabotage. I feel like somebody's just like, yeah, fuck Craig's idea. No way. We're going to do all these things to make sure it doesn't succeed. I... uh, I I doubt anyone's actually doing that. I think that's just probably bad luck, but it just, it's, these are all the things you had to do to make sure chaos wouldn't hit a home run. And it's still, it's still persisting with the core group of individuals still being meaningful and enjoyable to quite a few players. So that's a testament to Treyarch and Craig and the writing staff and the team for still making an engaging zombies experience despite having a ton of baggage and having a ton of difficulty of trying to get over this ether shadow out of this ether mm-hmm. shadow but uh interesting optimism i think is probably the best way to describe this yeah movie. and by the way to qualify this this is a complete and utter rumor like none of this this is probably devs just being like should we follow suit and reboot black ops which would be bad i think if they we get black ops specialists or just call of duty black ops over again i'm gonna be like this is what are we doing like i'm so tired of this but it's vietnam is supposedly the next one so it's perfect to redo it but then we're gonna have woods back and mason back and it's just uh, it gets to this point of my frustration I've talked about weeks and weeks and weeks. Like, how many times are you going to sell me the same goddamn product? How many times am I going to see the same assets? Even though you're redoing it now, it's just like, there's that optimism of, hey, they'll do it better. But, like, I've already done this. That's kind of how I felt when I saw the Modern Warfare trailer. It's like, I've already fought the Russians. I've already done things in the Middle East. We've already done all of this. So I really hope it's better. Like you gotta, hopefully it's uh, compelling enough for me to be to push that aside, and so and the new engine will make me feel like, yeah, I'm just playing uh, Modern Warfare Remastered, but new levels. Like that's what worries me about Borderlands Three. They just released a DLC for Borderlands Two, which is nuts to me. DLC Five just released for Borderlands Two, years and years and years later. Uh, That's kind of like I wonder for the Borderlands community if that's the equivalent of like a Zombie Chronicles coming out for them because they just got this beautiful update in high 4K graphics, and then they get a brand new DLC to lead them into Borderlands Three. It's got to be a wonderful time to be a Borderlands fan, but. Is it going to be like the pre-sequel? The pre-sequel in Borderlands felt exactly like Borderlands 2. So people were like, this isn't good. This isn't my favorite heroes. This is just an overpriced DLC. Is Call of Duty going to feel like an overpriced DLC to the Call of Duty Modern Warfare remake that only came out like two years ago? We're not like 10 years removed from Call of Duty. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. We're two years removed from an updated version of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And now we have another call of duty modern warfare so those are some things to be skeptical skeptical about when we approach this but if they do go the reboot route with the ether storyline i think it's more good news to let go and hopefully enjoy something fun and exciting and new memories and tell new stories than it is to be doom and gloom and be like oh well it's all over because there's even rumors that would be grittier and more serious and more stick to the sci-fi aspects of it which is something mm-hmm. we've all here's found my, interesting. Here's my thing, if you if you want to be negative, then assume that the reboot will suck. If you want to be optimistic, then hope for the best. Mm-hmm. But you have nothing to go off of. So yeah, you know, 
it is what you make it. If you want to dwell, if you want to sit there for a year and a half as we wait for this game and be like, oh, I don't know about reboots, then, mm. then be that way or don't buy the game. Yeah, you it's know? a lot of wasted energy, too, just to be yeah, like, so like, I, upset I about that. I think you're... I don't know when I say you, I don't mean yeah. you. When I say you, I don't mean you. Yeah. But I think I don't see... It feels like wasted energy to sit here and make yourself down over a potential reboot. Yeah, especially if it's a you rumor, know? unconfirmed. Like, that's all not, yeah. nothing to waste your like, time this over. Isn't, this isn't like a... No, like a, an a, announcement reports, and all... Yeah, yeah like, like a bad trailer or like uh, reports yeah. are coming out from and play testers that this game absolutely blows yes yeah. yes and this is like a, we're talking about a game that hasn't even probably entered beta yeah i mean this is probably uh, to add to your point remember project iron wolf wasn't that like the rumored title or something like that yeah. for call of duty that was like point? that was like rumored up until like weeks before black ops yeah, 2 was announced and then it was black ops 2 so it's just it's a it's a bunch of nothing when you want to get shouldn't get too emotionally charged it's just something interesting enough to talk and debate about you should be like oh that's a cool idea all right we'll see where that goes i i definitely i i don't think it's worth getting upset over what i do think is getting upset over is the days of summer uh patch that was just released the multiplayer guys have lost their absolute love and shit over the uh content that has dropped it they took six new weapons, put them inside loot boxes, and added Mark IIs to the loot boxes and the multiplayer, causing players that have like a 1 in 100 in 100, 1,143 chance at pulling these weapons, which is less than a percentage of a chance, if you don't factor in duplicates, and then if they're weighted as well, because you could weight certain values, so like it's even less likely for you to get a gun out of the box, and so they filled it with hundreds of stickers, calling cards, and all that type of stuff. Uh, that went into the game, causing a lot of shockwaves in the multiplayer community right now, which is a bit frustrating that the loot box system has gotten so uh, rough compared to what they've already done in Black Ops 4, which is mind-numbing. They've already given you opportunities to unlock these through the tier system, but... Uh, now with the need for you to get them through reserves, just like crypto keys, and these are guns now. Peacekeeper, like in zombies, we can't even upgrade these guns until we unlock them in multiplayer. There's no way for us to customize these in the armory. We have to go play multiplayer to try and get these inside zombies, and that's going to cost us anywhere from, I believe, uh, I think there was 40 hours plus another 172 hours, so it ends up being about 17.7 days of in-game time to try and unlock everything, not counting duplicates. So I don't know many people who have 17.7 days just to unlock all the base weapons in this game you've already paid for, but that's something uh, I think people should keep in mind when they're loading up Days of Summer, which is so frustrating to me in the sense that... I mean, Treyarch, even with their tier system in the past, they gave us like two or three new specialist outfits or specialist characters. They've given us two or three weapons to work towards. Like I unlocked the SWAT through the tier system and the like master camos. We haven't had a master camo in two operations, I believe. Well, why Why is that stuff gone by the wayside? But we have gestures, stickers, and all that type of stuff. It's just, it's weird that Treyarch takes these steps and, and, and who makes these decisions because you have 50 versus 50 in Blackout and that's terrific. That's a lot of fun. That's another good game mode. Whoever thought of a battle royale war mode? I'm Plenty of people, I'm sure. Plenty of people. But to actually see it implement it and actually get my hands on it it's fun all of a sudden battle royale is approachable to somebody that's like oh, I, I can't do one versus 50 i can't do one versus 100 that's so scary now it's 
it's split. It's 50 versus 50. Wait a moment. I, you know, oh, and then you start getting a feel for it. You start getting better at Blackout. And all of a sudden, yeah, maybe I will try quads or maybe a solo or a duo. I think that was a great move to do that for Blackout. But uh, the uh, tier systems and the upgrade systems are still have me scratching my head. And with the same notion, Treyarch has added game-breaking elixirs into Call of Duty Black Ops Zombies. After making such a big deal about making sure elixirs were balanced, they have backpedaled on that philosophy, given us what the community has begged for, the broken elixirs, but we don't have a fail-safe to keep these elixirs, and the rate at which we get them is still extremely rare. So we can't keep our perkaholics, our raindrops. I can't believe we don't have on the houses either, but I'll, I'll get back to that. Um, shopping free or uh, near-death experience, we can't save them anymore, which makes people just want to hoard them even more because they're such precious commodities, and it I, I, I don't think it adds to the enjoyment of the players when you can't dashboard. So I am definitely advocating for dashboarding to be brought back now that you gave us the overpowered gobblegums. That way players will use these things you meant to, us to use put in the game. That you meant to put in the game. So yeah, yes. That was a lot. That was a lot. So um, how do you feel about the new gobblegums that were added to the game, Johnny? Uh, I think their solution to Pergaholic is funny. Okay. Like, also, you know, there, there's a, there, there are a bunch of ways you could add new perks to your HUD. Yes. And everybody complains about how crowded. Yes! Oh, I was going to bring this up. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they just say, fuck it, we're just going to throw them all. <laughs> Which I, I, there's, there's a side of me that I kind of like it because it's the quick and dirty solution. Yep. You know, like the HUD is already crowded, so who cares if it's even crowdeder? And then yeah. I saw people get upset about it, which kind of was like, all right, like, let's get over it. You have your perkaholic back. Quit being a bitch. Yeah. Um, but then there's another side. It's like, yeah, they really did take the easy way out. on. It. Like, <laughs> I was really hoping what, what I wanted to see them do was create an icon that represented yeah. all the perks. Yeah, or maybe cool. you just have the perkaholic logo in your hut. Yep. Uh, like your perk slot disappears and it's just the perkaholic logo. That's what I was kind of tempted to see. Mm. Or maybe, maybe they had like uh, one perk logo. Or they had a fifth perk logo, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. uh, it had like a little slice of every perk logo in it, you know, almost like a pizza. Yeah, yeah, that, that's not a cool idea. Each, yeah, each sure. slice of the pizza as a perk. Like I thought there were there were creative ways you can do it, and they're just like, nah, dog, <laughs> we're just gonna put all of them on the screen. Um, you do know you don't get all the perks for popping perkaholic, right? Uh, I know that now. Um, there's, I think you only get fourteen, so you you still need raindrops to give you your on the house to get the last two. Which is I don't understand. Why do you why do you only get two? I, I have no idea why they decided to give us all fourteen from from what I read. But maybe I'm mistaken. But let me let me load it up to double check. But I'm pretty sure that was a gameplay. I'm pulling up a perkaholic picture right now. This person yeah. has. Oh, you're right. They yeah, only right? have one, two, three, four, five, Not six, 16. seven. Eight, I'm pretty sure it's nine. fourteen. I only had ten. He only has ten. Yeah. What? what? The fuck, Treyarch. What? Oh god, that's worse than I thought. I thought oh shit. You lied to. What yeah, I fuck? know. It's like a perkaholic and a random six. Oh, that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. It was a perkaholic uh, and a random six. I can't six. believe you've fucking done this. <laughs> Treyarch is done. You're not friends anymore. Oh yeah, so that's what's kind of mind numbing to me. Just like, well, you gave us Don't perkaholic, but you didn't really. Oh god, just Jesus kidding. Christ. Please do invite me back. Please, I'm lonely. I want to play your games. <laughs> So it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's like a neutered. It's not neutered because there's more perks than there was in the last game. Last game, did we have a total of like nine or thirteen? I think it was thirteen. Uh, no. I'm just like, I'm just like, why? 
Yeah. Why don't you give me all the perks? You can I only want... get 10. That's what it is. And then you got to get six more through raindrops. 10 isn't I bad perk-wise. I agree. I, I agree. I agree. Why not at this point? I, I just... Is it, is it really going to break the game? How many are there? 16. No, 15. 15. I, I keep doing that. 15 because yeah, of Secret Sauce. Is, yeah. Because one of them is... Uh, Secret Sauce. Random perk it's generator. Like, it's like, fuck. Is, is, is giving me four extra perks going to break the game? Uh, t- more than it's already broken like i don't i don't think so let's uh, this game the community will die if we get four more perks yeah it gives you six and you have four ready it does give you everything it does give you 10 if you have nothing right right that's uh, still pretty good uh, 10 isn't bad perco was in bo3 was 10 as well was it i can't remember it uh, must be uh, well, i guess if it, it, it holds the standard of bo3 yeah but uh i wanted all 14 perks yeah if i can make it Make it fifteen. Give me that. Give me that random perk too. No, sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteen would make that random perk. Yeah, I, I love that. Just as a secret sauce on there, and be like, what does it mean? And all the YouTube theory videos that'd be like, oh, I actually noticed you take an extra hit, and actually, actually, you're you're like two percent faster. So I would love to hear all those theories and rumors mm. come out about it. Um, well, they did add the forty, uh, the forty special offer that allows you to get one nebula and whatever they're called elixir uh times three which is helping people get more but you can't get talismans on it i don't get why they're so stingy with their talismans i've spent over i think five or six thousand in nebula and i still don't have full talismans i haven't used any uh in the common and they're still like seven or eight common talismans i haven't gotten which is kind of nice that i get more super rare ones than common ones but it's just mind-numbing that they even tease you when you do like the lower, the 30, the 45, and the 40. Um, for the 40, I'm certain you can't get a talisman. For 45, you might get a talisman. They they show they indicate that on the uh on the screens though, so that's fair. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's interesting that how this has come about as I've been testing trying to get these perkaholics. Like you can you can feasibly get a perkaholic times three uh with the new special offer, but it's so unlikely. It is just, it, it's that tempting, like, nonsense to you where, like, the kid's like, oh, but I might win. It's that, that gambler's temptation, like, oh, but maybe this is the time. It, it's never going to be the time. Uh, I think Can't I got lucky it. with a couple epics, but they were, like, the ones I don't want anyway. Like, what's the one epic I have a bazillion of right here? Um, Can't win if you don't play, Reed. Exactly. That, the Lotto. That, the Lotto's famous at that. And they, they do the FIFO, Fear of Missing Out. That's what the marketing uh, preys on, that you're, oh, I'm missing out. Join the party. I'm 20. Join the parties. FOMA. FOMA. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, thank you. FOMO. FOMO? God, I should know this. Sure the fucking came marketing. There, but, yeah. FOMO. Yeah. Fear of missing out. FOMO. Yeah, yeah. I, I There's a lot of acronyms in business, and I just mess it all up. Uh, Kingdom has spent 1,000 Nebula, no Perkaholic. I have spent 2,000 plus on them. Uh, only because of an exploit, I was able to leave my game on basically rendering to get to high rounds. I got the classified cutscene. I got that. Woohoo. So I don't have to worry about that. And there's a big end game Easter egg. Um, I only get about 150 plasma per, per how long I leave it on. I leave it on for about 100 rounds. Uh, and I've gotten three perkaholics out of that. So that was about, for three perkaholics, it took me about, uh, I think, three days of game time which is, I, I, I think, ludicrous. And there's no way to pr- keep these or preserve these, uh, which is frustrating. But I'll, I'll definitely use them during DLCs 3 and 4, but 
I don't know. I, I'm still very, very much conflicted on their elixir system and having them add these broken elixirs in here, like raindrops, near-death experience, shopping free and perkaholic, has me excited to like, maybe speedruns are viable. Maybe they're really, really fun to do. They already are, but can we make them even more interesting? I mean, with the shopping free, does that now allow games to be done? Like I can see Dead of the Night being able to be solved maybe 10 minutes faster or five minutes faster. Because you mm -hmm. get all the doors open, but then I saw things like uh, Blood of the Dead with a shopping free as far as you can get is just past Brutus if you're lucky. So shopping free really doesn't help you out in a map that has those scripted sequences that forces you to take things uh, slow. Uh, so those are all considerations. Um, not doom and gloom, but I'm surprised we still don't have community challenges. We just got our first community challenge. We need 15 million matches played to unlock the Galil, and we still haven't had a single one eight months out. Uh, is it eight months? October release, so month of October, so that's one, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. Eight months, yep, just hitting, we're getting close. Eight months on, uh, oh, tomorrow! Didn't it came out the 11th? Oh, fuck! Yeah, so it'll be eight months tomorrow, not a single community challenge, which we were used to unlocking, like, free gobblegums, mega gobblegums, and stuff like that. Um, Black Ops 3. So I hope to see that implemented. I really hope we get ways to get epic, like our shopping freeze, and we see our cookbook put in this game. We need that badly. So if you want to not give us dashboarding, at least give us a way so I can trade out my... What What do I have the most of here? Uh, Phantom yeah, Reload. Yeah, 18 of those. Blood Debt. 30 of those I never use. 22 Shields Up. That's actually pretty good. 20 Wall Wall Clearance. 15 free fire. Uh, th those are things I'm not going to need. 20 join the parties. Like, I just don't ever use that. And then stuff like, I can't believe I only have one near-death experience. Like, why? What are some of the other odd ones? Like, perk up. I only have four of those. I think they just changed that, though, from an epic to a legendary because of perkaholic. Um, so that's probably no why. how many I have. Yeah, perk up probably. is you get all four perks, which is nice. This was the... Uh, the not that many because I just don't spin it much at all. Yeah, and you can't, you, you don't earn enough of it either, John. Like, to yeah. get the stockpile I have right now, it's just, let me see how many days played. Um, kill stats, games played. There's a time, there it is, seven days. I, I had to add an extra three or four days to get a, a little, a substantial amount of Nebula to make myself feel a little better about where I'm at in Call of Duty Zombies. I think that's just, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I think it's too demanding just to get basic features to require players to play for days um with that said uh we talked about that we talked about grind we talked about the elixir for this gauntlet talk gauntlet perfect and then we'll talk about e3 and the streaming service of stadia and then we'll wrap things up we'll probably just touch on them um but I gauntlet i also mentioned that i did a late topic time announcement oh did you uh, i announced it 11 minutes ago oh so shit i top. never announced the show today oh god <laughs> Get your topic and time talk. Topic yeah. action. I'm joined by my bad. my bad indeed. Well, yeah. All right. I definitely have to go announce to everyone that Sombros is live as it's over. Jeez. Yeah, amateur. I was just so into these conversations. Um. So, John, you watched it. So, why don't you tell me your experience about watching the Gauntlet and what you did and didn't like about it? That strikes me as one of the easier ones. That's mm -hmm. for sure. Yep. Especially compared to, say, the Blood of the Dead one. I think that was... Yeah, the Blood of the Dead gone. Oh, God, yeah. Blood was a pain in the butt. Uh, this one strikes me as easier. Um, 
like I'm, I'm reading through right now the list as like a reminder. Yep. Um, I might just go down the list and comment on all of them. Yeah, go for so, it. So like the first challenge, the melee challenge, you know, standard opening challenge. Uh, players are locked in place unless they're downed. Um, that's. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, you know which one I did like the uh, the the one where you were like automatically downed. You had to kill the zombie. So wait, which one? No, no, never mind. The lay down uh, one is just annoying. Yeah. Well, I saw that done in a team, and I I liked how they did it with the team. They had the one staff down. You know, like the uh, the staff of raw. They set yeah. that down. I thought that was a clever strategy. I like that. I, I watched yeah, I like a four player team go through. Yep. It. Yep. Um, it wasn't Greg FPS's video, but he was in the game. I forget whose gotcha. video it was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, I'm reading through them. Like, sure, none, sure. Of them, none of them were really, nope. none of them were really like crazy. Uh, no. the halving speed. I would, I think I would hate that challenge. I think that one would just suck that where they half your speed in half and you got to jump around. Oh no. I mean, that wasn't too bad at all. Every time that happens to me, um, you're caught up doing something else. So you can just chill for a round while you're trying to get like a, a hand, a gauntlet together or something like that. Mm-hmm. I love the rates. Did you, did you see in the gameplay that the challenge rates are three times as fast? So you yeah. can keep earning stuff. So I can be getting pack punch weapons while I'm trying to do the gauntlet. It's it's just such a faster pace. It's like it's not quite rush fast, but it was something that felt super rewarding. And I liked how the challenges allowed me to approach the gauntlet in different ways. Oh, there's RNG components to it because of the rewards you get and the challenges you get. It's allowing me to, like you just said, think outside the box. Like if I get rewarded this way and I get a, a Bowie knife or I get a pack-a-punch weapon, I'm saving on ammo this way so I can play the game a little differently this way. I like when you have multiple ways of attack to play through these games where that you can use these special strategies. That's something that zombies leaned heavily into on earlier games that... There was many different ways to play to achieve the objective of high rounds or surviving as long as you can. And we sort of got onto a very structured path in Black Ops 4 where it's like, this is how it has to be. We've gotten, uh, you know, this gauntlet kind of uh, subverts that. And I liked even Mm -hmm. hearing about what you just said with Greg, that they were finding ways around the challenges that allowed them to feel uh, clever. I, I, I was annoyed by one of these challenges that... Oh God! What was it in in the moment? Like I, it's understandable, but like they're saying you could only use something. I'm like, oh, but does this count? And it was, no, it doesn't count. It's like ah, oh, whatever. Then I, I wish there was more of that discovery was, where you're like, oh, oh, this works this too. One, cool. This one made you. This one made you though always kind of have something different. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't stick to a set loadout because there were like three different challenges. Where one was like unpack the rifle, unpack SMG, unpack yep, yep. other thing. You know, you couldn't have more than five thousand points, so you had to keep buying shit. Um, you had to buy something every twenty seconds. And you know, the way I saw that solve was they just they just had the pistol and they just bought two hundred and fifty ammo every twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you couldn't keep a set loadout in this game. Where in the past, most gauntlets they just picked a random shitty ass weapon, mm-hmm. and then during each of the silver, bronze, and gold, they'd be like, "All right, bring that weapon back." Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so I liked, I liked, I liked yeah. the variety more than forcing you to stick to a shitty weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, very much. So, like the Essex challenge, that's I, that's still one of the I think worst ones, fun wise. I don't want to be using an Essex twenty seven zombies with ten different weapons or equipment. Yep. You know, yep. You, you never. I felt like this gauntlet. You never had a set loadout, or it was yeah. Not a set full, set. yeah, and a set full loadout oh, wasn't yeah. something. Yeah, something to do. You have you'd have one of the uh, you'd have one of the fists. Yep. 
or whatever yep. the hell they're called. And uh, but you know, like your secondary weapon was always changing. Yes, and that's why I think the value of Mule Kick and Gauntlets is very, very high because there's mule so many challenges. Useful, yes. Almost every Gauntlet I find now, I I run into those situations where I'm just like, oh my god, like. I wish I could have the my set loadout and then just do this challenge on the side. And as soon as the viewer just like, "Hey, dummy, just use mule kick," I go, "Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, that, this makes this a lot more enjoyable, and you feel a lot Gaunt better well, off for it." Gauntlet, I think, is great for um, making you think about your loadout and making you think about not only what. Um, and the reason I'm thinking about this now is because one of the things I watched was a guide for each challenge in the gauntlet. Yep. Like best tips. What's the best loadout? Um, and you know, that's a really opportunity to, uh, to start playing around with elixirs and also start playing around with, um, playing around with the perks. Yes. So like there was the one where the zombies run away from you, but that was mm -hmm. a perfect time to have the, uh, the nuke one, you know, it's and a... you can wait, it well, just dawned on me. Is the death machine drop in black ops four now because of raindrops? The, the, on the house came back, which I wish that was just in here anyway all the time. Uh, I'm assuming that the death machine drop wouldn't be back. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Let me go. I think Glitching Queen has a video of it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up right now because I don't know, you're but, talking but, about optimization. If I could pop a death machine in a boss fight like we did in the past using raindrops, that would change how we approach speed runs in certain situations. Those were strategies we use in the E for C to knock off uh, the boss fight. For well, what I found with this things. one is that Gauntlet really is open to optimization. Like in the challenge with the zombies away from me, the one guy had like nine nukes in his elixir slot, and then yeah. they also just went down into the center of the earth, which is a much smaller part of the map. Uh -huh. And they basically, if you can imagine it like a diamond, they had one guy in each corner of the diamond. Mm -hmm. and, That's you cool. Know, so even even though the zombies ran away from you, they were pretty much always running in the direction of somebody. And if I ever got too slow, they could just drop a nuke. That's nice. That's really fun. Uh, just optimization. It's it's ways of. Uh, I think you got to harken back to that constant reward of getting players excited to try out new things in your game. In the sense of, oh, what if I try this? That cleverness and rewarding that cleverness, and not just being like, oh, it feels and plays exactly the same. Oh, it's a you know that's what I run into a lot. That's why hmm. I only render stuff. Basically, that's how I view it. It's I just the game is all about grinding and farming. And that's something as a player I don't find particularly appealing is, is having the game like to play the basic features. You got to play a long time. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for this uh, raindrops. Does she do it somewhere else? Oh, there's perk op. So that's how she got it. I swear she used raindrops in this video. Does, but does, oh, the, does the death machine drop even exist in the game? I don't think it exists. Here, here we go. Here. So would it be in raindrops? No, it shouldn't be. I mean, I don't. I yeah, don't see like, it. I, I see no reason to think it would be in raindrop. Yeah, but the or, perk uh, bottle isn't in the game either, right? When is it in the game? It's not, but they just like they they probably you probably don't like in the past you would drop a perk bottle. Now it probably just adds a perk to your slot. Uh, I think you're overthinking it. No, no, you you get exactly the on the house. You get you get the perk just exactly how it's on the house works. All they did was replace death machine with uh, our specialist thing. What do they call full power? That's what they did. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, I was just curious if that would enter optimization, but no. Once again, there's a question of balancing. If, you know, Death Machine was only limited to a 30 second drop, but now you have it on you at all times. Yeah, but you also now have, you now also have uh, full power, which you can use the Death Machine drop if you really want, or the Death Machine specials if you want it. 
Only once per round, though. You can't spam it. Like, couldn't we spam it in uh, the Gobble Gums in... Could we? What do you mean once? In BO3. Once per... Why would it be once per round? When you pop, like, a, a, a shield, right? A shield's up. Not charging oh, it uh, normally. Oh, I'm, thinking, I, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking speed running strategies. Like, elixirs are only so useful because you can only pop one of them, and then there's, like, a cooldown within two or three minutes, which also ruins the synergy of using these were gobble gums we could really use them a lot quicker for better strategies and speed runs again taking away the momentum of the game black ops 4 has a great way of grinding you to a halt in almost every aspect of gameplay and progression when it comes to just the general uh, synergy of black ops 4 zombies from my perspective and only my perspective mm -hmm. um yeah talk e3 yeah, we should talk E3. Uh, Lego Star Wars is back, baby. Oh, Jesus. That's what you're on about? Um, yeah. Do you know what you're got the biggest smile for me? You're not excited for Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, because I no, am. Because no. I played the shit out of the original Lego Star Wars games, and I'm getting it on the Switch. I'm going to have a ball. Fantastic. Well, that sounds great. You should. I am very not with Star Wars anymore. I mean, I'm not looking forward to like the goddamn pod racing. Well, that one sucks. Oof, but... oof. I mean, did you see the EA's new Star Wars single-player game? Did yeah, you see it that? Seems like every, I, I feel like it looks like shit. Yeah, it is extremely average. Like, the Star Wars Force Awakens... No, god damn it. Oh, uh, no, Unleashed. I mean, like, Star Wars... I mean, the, I mean, the graphics. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that they're doing a single-player Star Wars yes, game. Yes, yes. Especially Agreed. after EA was like, yeah, we're never doing that. Agreed. Like, like pigs will fly before we do another single-player Star Wars game. Yep. Uh, but man, the graphics look like PS3 graphics. Yeah, it didn't look great to me, and I very much look like I played uh, The Force Unleashed in the second game uh, only a little bit, and I loved The Force Unleashed one. It's one of my favorite Star Wars yeah, games. I, I, I was like, getting I was getting Force Unleashed vibes from it. But yeah, not I'm like not as good. Way. Yes, exactly. I'm like this isn't as good. I already played this better. I mean, I've already yeah, done this. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm like I'm like it just seems like a not as good Force Unleashed. Yes, so, ah, oh, man, that's exactly how I felt. How are you not excited about the Scar the Skywalker saga? I'm rewatching <laughs> the trailer now. The animations look so good, and they redid. <laughs> Let me, let me see let me see this let me oh see my this God. i haven't seen they, it they, they've redone all the animations you have like darth maul and obi-wan fighting and darth maul is like yawning mid -fight. Oh, star wars what is this e3 uh, e3 here we are here we are okay let's uh uh oh can i do the top so i don't have to boop this the snowman the snowman darth vader that kylo ren makes and he's all excited okay well, let's uh Let's show everybody on stream, and I can react to it. Uh, he's yawning. Ready, count from zero. No, 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 no. I'm not watching all thing. I'm just skipping around. It's 48 seconds. Yeah, it's too long. Oh, wow. Vader gives him his hand. That's adorable. Oh, no. Oh, they're building snowmen together. No, just Kylo Ren. Oh, that's Kylo. My fault. My fault. I was excited there for a second. All nine films in one game. That'll be good for the kids. That'll be good for them. Fuck you. <laughs> he's going to be... This game's gonna be great. I can't believe you're not excited. It looks fine. Um, I'm actually have you, CD... played, have you not played the Lego Star Wars? I have, and I did quite a lot of playing on them actually, especially the PS2 version. I did a lot of those. Um, episode three, I remember, and then one of the special packs. It was really cool. All the hub worlds and the stuff you locked, the characters you locked. I was always so excited to unlock Jango Fett. He had his jetpack. That was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just I'm just not super into it, John, and I totally respect. Uh, Lego Star Wars to you, I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be solid for what it is. I don't think it's uh, all positive. Definitely all positive. 
I don't believe that. Uh, no, but this this the other the other single player Star Wars game is like a PS2. Game. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It's not up to snuff for what I was. I mean, uh, I was, I was actually kind of happy to see the one dude from Rogue One. I was like, oh, I yeah, yeah, Saw Gerrera. There's a ton of lore for Saw Gerrera, so it's good that he's actually getting in. He got it in Clone Wars, the animated series, and Rebels as well, and now he's getting his own game that's going to flush out this terrorist. So it's very interesting to see how that'll progress. Good for them. Uh, but mm-hmm. what I what brought a smile to my face in E3 that I absolutely enjoyed was CD Projekt Red having Keanu Reeves as their mas- like their uh, celebrity mascot for their game in uh, Cyberpunk 2077. And did uh, you see, s- I, I saw on Reddit the top five posts were all like pictures of... Uh, of uh, Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves, and this is how this like got in my attention. So I yeah. went and I watched the trailer. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. I don't know, I don't know why the internet loves Keanu Reeves so much, but they do. Because um, he's a good person. If you if you look into a lot of Keanu Reeves stuff, he's right, just a really genuine person. I've, of, I've seen yeah. it's like wholesome Keanu or something. Yeah, he's he's a really good guy. And this is coming from the people that made the Witcher saga, especially the Witcher Three, which is critically acclaimed. It's one of the most terrific games ever made. I haven't got to play it yet, but from all the endless reward awards, it's won, and the incredible depth of content and the constant people I hear saying, "That's how you do a season pass. That's how you make downloadable content." Um, I'm pretty sure they do free DLC. Potentially, correct me in chat about that if that's true. But they did release like an entire what would be like a Dawn Guard DLC for Skyrim because those are the games that are pretty equatable to it that because of the depth of content in a Witcher game um, for free. I think. Correct me, chat, on that. Or for a very low price of like 15 bucks or less. It was something like that. Very reasonable for what they wanted for another 60 hours of gameplay um, and depth. They're now making this Cyberpunk 2077. It's sort of like Naughty Dog in The Last of Us. It's just this company that you're always anticipating the next. Oh, they're making another Uncharted and they make another Last of Us. Oh my God, this is the new project. It's a brand new IP. So it's cool to see Keanu Reeves a part of it. But my favorite part was when there was a fan yelling at him and he's just like, um, you're breathtaking Keanu. As he said, like this uh, cityscape is breathtaking. He's like, you're breathtaking. You're all breathtaking. He wasn't awkward. It was so genuine. He was excited. And he still had to read his script, but you could tell he was like, he kept being like, I got to finish this, guys. Please, please. I love you all. It was, it was one. That's such a better presentation than some of the ones you see that are just like uh, Bethesda's. Whoa! Whoa! Did you see Bethesda's at all? Uh, I know Bethesda got a fuck ton of claps. Yeah, it was weird, man. Like they totally ignored every bad topic, as you do, because it's really just an investor thing, right? They're just trying to get promotion for their investors. But it was just like tone deaf, or like just what alien world is that stadium? Like that—that that is crazy. That there's people cheering and screaming constantly over anything that happened for the Bethesda conference. And it's like, what? What do you mean? Like, people aren't... Okay. All right. This this doesn't seem strange with all the issues that Bethesda's had and how poor they've been with customer relations. So, I, I, I don't know about that. Something seemed really weird to me about that Bethesda conference. Um has been free on sales, but it's always pretty cheap. So yeah, it's not free DLC. People are saying it's one of the best games ever made for The Witcher, just to con- to piggyback on that for a second. But I found that interesting. I loved hearing Master Chief's voice for the Microsoft conference. Did you see the uh, Halo Infinite trailer? I didn't, just because I never got into the Halo, the Halo um, yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. I'm just, it was, I was just, like, I was just, it was just oh. like, yeah, this is probably nice for the Halo people, but 
I didn't really care, so I didn't watch it. Right on, right on. It makes sense. Um, there was this weird, oh god, what were they called? Chat, you'll correct me. They had this weird white background marketing campaign where there's this very weird, like, businesswoman trying to make the pitches for the games, but they're like, they're criticizing the industry on such a like real level about like how bad their practices are like with dlcs microtransactions gambling systems like they're talking about that stuff in addition to making these super jarring and just whack as shit advertisements so you don't even know about the game like they get again i'm talking about it like there's a guy and she just like rips out a guy's throat when he's talking about his game and you're like what the fuck and she's just like just roll the trailer and you're like what like a, an alien just burst through a guy's stomach and then you watch the alien in this game where you play as the horror monster so it's a twist instead of like you're the person running away from the horror monster you're the horror monster destroying everybody inside the world and they had that monster rip through a person and like a live action person so they made a costume of it and you that's what a devolver digital conference it was just like whack it was as whack and crazy as as I've ever... T- At one point, they have, like, a, a pre-pre-talk show about it. Like, they're making fun of all the dumb pre-shows. And I think it even shows up as a post-show. And there's a guy that ends up in a full green screen outfit, and he's just a floating head at one point, a skull mask. It is... It is whack, but it was some very interesting marketing that I really suggest that you guys, uh, if you don't want nightmares, then maybe don't watch it, but you should try and check it out just for some just interesting viral marketing campaign stuff. Um, what about Minecraft Dungeons, Reed and John? Was that announced? Was that a thing? Is that a thing? What about that other game that's supposed to be coming out that's like the next Minecraft? I keep forgetting the name of it. Of it. Uh, Everyone's getting excited about it. Uh, uh, Minecraft Dungeons yeah um there's there's two things with there's the night thing that's supposed to replace minecraft that's coming out that everyone's really excited for and then there is this uh new dungeons thing that they're saying i don't i don't know anything about the dungeon one dungeons Baldur's gate yeah that's something that's on my list of stuff i'm I'm hoping that it gets a real next gen upgrade from the last one it was if it's anything like a skyrim that you're playing in a D wizard of the coast world that would be super exciting Oh, that just announced... No, no, 21 hours ago. I thought the Nintendo conference is later today or tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow, right? So they announced some stuff normal. I thought they don't do E3 conferences. Yeah, they do. It it depends. They choose what year. Sony's not here this year. They're working on the PS5 and all their titles, so they didn't show Uh, up. I think Microsoft didn't show up last year. I'm watching this dungeon game. Oh, that's kind of cool. It seems like... uh, I don't know how to describe it. At first, I was going to say, like, Legend of Zelda meets Minecraft, but I don't think that's it at all. Um, this looks like MMO to me. MMO dungeon crawling. Yeah, like a top. It's a top down. Um, I don't Diablo, know. Diablo, Diablo esque, uh, but not the maturity level of Diablo. That's for sure. Oh, that's right. I keep doing that. I, I have the thing set up so I can just show you guys the top screen. Here. Is it a? Is it a little bit of a hack and slash? Uh, it looks like raid bosses, dungeon raiding. Mm-hmm. that stuff should this seems oh man this is gonna be like the gateway drug for anybody that gets into mmos online i can see this being i can see this being fun with uh yep with a team of four or however many and i think that's easy when you're going to school man especially for kids this is the demographic is going towards you're totally gonna have groups and posses that come and go every year just because you share classes that you'll be able to run these games this looks really good for the minecraft community i hope they should yeah, be excited definitely it 
you know, not at all what I expected from a Minecraft game. I yeah. It. Dude, I, I can imagine losing hundreds of hours in something like this as a kid. Absolutely. Dude, it doesn't really even doesn't doesn't seem like Minecraft at all. Just like Yeah, just a skin of Minecraft. This is totally just like not, Diablo. Not even, like the, texture, <laughs> the textures seem very like like I feel yeah. like they could have called this a new IP. Yeah. Well they said a brand new game is what it says as it opens. Yeah, but I mean like it's a brand new game down to like even like the items. I might actually yeah. pick this up for the Switch. It doesn't actually look MMO, it looks like just four people. I'm not seeing. Yeah, just I mean, a group. it's changed. I, I mean, I'm sure Minecraft has changed a lot since I've last played it because I haven't played it in like wow six years. But like, I don't remember any of this shit. In the that kind of looks fun. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not saying wow. it looks bad, but like, like they could have called. They could have given us a brand new title. I don't think it would have made a difference. Oh, 12 minutes. Yep, that's another one. I have that on my list. I have a whole little list of stuff on here that I'm gonna make for a separate video of things I'm really excited about uh, for. But yeah, 12 Minutes was another one I was really, really excited about uh, that. I think this is the brief of it. A romantic evening turns into a nightmare when a police detective breaks through your house, accuses your wife of murder, and beats you to death. Uh, and you're trying to prevent that from happening as it's, you got like 12 minutes to figure out and solve the problem, and it gives you all these different scenarios. Uh, it's one of those games sort of like uh, Edge of Tomorrow, but there's actually a game that is literally ripping off the idea of Edge of Tomorrow, which literally ripped off another movie that has the same idea where it's just like you have to eat, die, repeat, or whatever it is. Like, you, you just have to keep... Your life just keeps repeating over and over again until you fix whatever this cycle is, this conundrum. So, Groundhog's Day? Yeah, Groundhog's Day is another version of it. I think there's another version of that, too, before that Groundhog Day adapted. Um, yes, but that, uh, that's all, all the concepts. Absolutely. Yep. Interesting. I think that's another interesting one. Uh, Kingdom Hearts gets DLC. I get to play as my girl Aqua. I'm doing that on stream 100%, 100,000%, 2 million percent. What's the point of making percent so high if it's, you're not just going to do it out of 100 like a standard deviation? I don't know. I'm just really excited about getting to play as Aqua, Riku, and uh, our boy, our emo boy Roxas. So that's exciting. Uh, Final Fantasy 7. The remake looks excellent. Holy shnikes. Does that look like a lot of fun and nostalgia trip? For the same reason that I'm playing through Resident Evil 2 right now. I'm kind of sad. Like, I don't know if it's coming out at all at E3, but I was hoping for, like, Resident Evil 3 uh, remake announcement. Or, like, they were talking about uh, Dino Crisis was another one. I would love to play through Dino Crisis, shoot some freaking Velociraptors right now. I'm totally in the mood for killing dinosaurs. <laughs> Burnt out on zombies. Give me the dinosaurs! But I haven't heard any announcements about that. I am really, really had my hopes up that we'd hear something about that in this E3 um guilt was another one i saw out there was a this kind of Coraline meets inside slash limbo so that looked really cool as a horror game that people might enjoy and uh, i believe that hits on all the main things i cared about at e3 so far we still have nintendo coming out though so that should be exciting minecraft is something dungeons that i'll add to it and i'll probably look at that more i can't god dang it i can't remember that next game that's supposed to be competing with with minecraft i'm gonna try and find it well, um, you get the donor questions up, probably. Oh, Fallout seventy six has a battle royale too, which is LOL. <laughs> Minecraft two? No, nah, it's not Minecraft two. We kept talking about it at the event. Everybody kept saying it over and over again. Oh, there is a Minecraft two release. What? Oh my god! You know, I think I did hear this. Tale, Tall Tale? No, that's the studio. What the heck is it? 
Come on. Is there really no Minecraft nerds on here? How do all the content creators know about this, but no one in chat does? Someone save me. Come on. Hightail! Yes, newbie! Hightail! Thank God. Drive me nuts. Mm -hmm. That's the other one. All right. How do you feel okay. about another Battle Royale coming into the Battle Royale market before we get into those questions? Is Battle Royale dead yet? Not yet. Fallout's getting in on it. Fallout 76. No, but, yeah, but just because Fallout's making a Battle Royale doesn't mean Fallout's or Battle Royale's aren't dead yet. Apex isn't doing great anymore. They uh, they were slow to their Season 2 launch, I believe, or their seen, Season 3. Seen, I think Fortnite's numbers are in decline, I think. Are they? I mean, I don't, I don't know where Blackout's numbers stand, but I'm starting to think that this uh, VR trend is, uh, is on the way out. I hope so. I'm pretty tired of it. Very, I'm very short-lived. Tr- you know, really big, but really short-lived. And I also yeah. could be speaking on a and I could go on for another decade. Yeah. Totally I, I imagine, I imagine I'm going to get a lot of tweets being like, John, you don't know, but Battle Royale is bigger than ever. Potentially. I mean, we, I don't we, know. What, 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 what are the numbers are getting Twitch still? I can look it up right now. That's probably the best way to diagnose the state of the game. Yeah. For general interest, per se, uh, Discover. It's probably still just as big, and I'm just wrong. Uh, Fortnite, 220,000 viewers right now. I don't know what the special event has almost 600. Oh, that's E3. I don't know. Uh, League of Legends, 140,000. Where's the other Battle Royale? GTA 5's got 130,000 yep. viewers. What the fuck? GTA's always up there. Apex, 20K. Apex is down. Apex is way down. From a superficial standpoint of just Twitch numbers. Um, do Magic Gathering. Yes, rising. Call of Duty is down. 11,000. Dr. Disrespect can hold over 11,000 viewers on a uh, Battlegrounds. Yep, Battlegrounds is still up there. So right now, we have Fortnite, Apex, Battlegrounds, all above Blackout right now for Battle Royale. Uh, hey, but Fallout 76 is... Wow, Anthem, that's miserable. If Fallout 76 still can have 8,000 viewers, and that had so much bad press, and so much hate, and so many problems, and so many bugs, how the heck has Anthem fallen so badly? Can I even find Anthem? I'm open to being wrong, but it just seems like from what I see in the world around me that like Fortnite isn't as big as it once was. Uh-huh. Battle Royale isn't as big as it once was. I don't know. Like it, it seems to me like it hit its peak in 2018, maybe 20 late 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. And then it hasn't reached that peak again. But just because it hasn't reached the peak doesn't mean it's not like big. You know, but if you're not growing, you're dying. So fuck you. How do you spell it with the anthem? I never get it right. A A N P H. There we go. Oh my god, there's 44 viewers for Anthem right now. Oh my god. More people are watching. Oh my god. More people are watching Ocarina of Time than they are Anthem. More people are watching Battlefield 5 than they are Anthem. I mean... More people are... Let me just more scroll way are, down. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. More people are watching. More people are watching Agario. More people are watching Balloons TD6. <laughs> more people are watching Farming Simulator 19. Tetris 99. 115 viewers, my man. Fuck yeah. Uh, more people <sighs> are watching Sports and Fitness. Call of Duty World War Two. 
And it'll be the show with your boy Bryce Harper on the cover. Dude, we're dude, you're going to... Oh, where's or Quinn? Where's Quinn? Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. GameCube what version. Harry, what about Harry Potter and the fucking wizard? <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, it's, it was oh, the that's the meme. Game ever. Yeah, damn it, damn it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, everybody thinks that the first video game ever was Super Mario. But did you know that the second video game ever was Harry Potter and the fucking wizard? <laughs> oh, that's a donkey video. That's what it is. Yep, yep. Uh, wow. That blows my mind. More people are watching New Vegas than they are. Um, well, how many people are watching um, Anthem? 44? More people are watching. 51 now. FIFA. More people are watching FIFA 17, which is two years older. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Two years old. Obviously, all the games above it, we can just keep naming. It's just registering these brands like Mario Sunshine, uh, years and years old games, God of War. More even. people are watching. Um, Dragon Ball Z. Duel Links? Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links? Really? Really? The mobile game? Really? I'm surprised only 129 people are watching Tetris 99. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah, that number did seem low to you. I mean, dun- some people are watching. People play Dungeons and Dragons. 400 people are watching MW2. Dungeons and Dragons right now. Yeah, basically, Anthem is dead. Yeah, I'd say so. Wow, Witcher three, eight, almost a thousand viewers. 811 people watching Witcher three Wild Hunt. Good for them. Right. Skyrim 800. Should we get, should yeah, please get go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I gotta see if there's anything else that's gonna blow my mind. A bunch of anime games. What is this? I don't want to click this, but I'm gonna do it. OSU. Uh, 1.6 thousand people. says, uh, favorite COD zombie Easter egg. Uh, I mean, the fly trap gave me chills in the sense of just like, it always got me thinking that there was always more to the fly trap. That was a, that's one, like the, the one that sparked the interest for everybody. Uh, Shangri-La is so well, I can't believe I say this now, but it's so well contained and it's so not convoluted compared to where we've gotten at Shangri-La has become one of my favorite Easter eggs. Um, especially once we optimized it originally it was a pain in the butt. Der Eisendrock with the first introduction of the boss fight and extremely biased because of the first in the world finish. So I, those are the ones that stand out to me significantly. Uh, what about you, John? The reason I say Ascension is because of my introduction to Easter eggs. And I remember at the time it seemed mm-hmm. so complicated and convoluted. Yeah. When I look back at it now, it's like four steps and they're all really easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think the hardest part of Ascension's Easter egg is just getting all of the weapons you need for the last bit. Yep. And I just find that evolution funny. You still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm listening to you. I'm, I'm just nodding. Oh, no. I'm just nodding with you. Oh, John, we lost John. That's on you, you little bitch. Um, but I also want to bring up World War II as well. I loved the airship in the darkest, the Shadow Throne. Oh, that was there. We go. That was so me? cool. Yeah, yeah, I heard you, and I just continued talking. Yeah, right. Yes, Did I heard you. Yep, 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 yep. And I was nodding with you and agreeing, and yeah. I like yep. how, I, I just I like how it has gone over time from complex to stupid simple. Yeah, yeah. I think all the BO1 maps went that way for the most part, minus maybe Call of the Dead with the dials and stuff like that. That and I don't mean I don't know if that means they age well or not. I can't tell. I don't know. I, that's why I want to replay them all. Age well if if now they're super simple. I don't know. I, I there might be some beauty in the simplicity, even though they used to be such a pain in the ass. Remember when we went to Zombie Chronicles and I had the pages printed off 
for like the Easter eggs and like BO2 Easter eggs were and BO3 Easter eggs were just bullshit. They were just pages and pages. Like B, Transit actually, early Transit, it's actually, I think Origins is where everything went to shit. Uh, Easter egg lengthwise. Transit is three steps. It's just like, get this, this, this done. EMPs, throw that. It's it's not, actually it's five steps, I think, but it's nothing. It's so quick. It's so easy. And now we get guides that are like, upwards north of 20 steps to finish an easter egg and then you have sub quests inside the main quest where it's like you gotta assemble these other items it just it's such a departure from the earlier maps johnny still there yes i'm there okay, okay. no you're fine um yeah so there you go i also brought up world war ii i really like the airship in the shatter in the shadowed throne i thought that was really really cool um, I, I did adore the steps where you had to upgrade the magic items, uh, the Raven Lord weapons inside the Frozen Dawn. That's still one of the coolest things I think Zombies has ever done. Uh, just it's just the voice of Klaus too, and giving you backstories on that stuff and wielding a scythe. That stuff was really really cool to me. Um, Final Reich. I don't think there was anything that really jumped out to me in the Final Reich besides it just being it flows really really well, but definitely not like a favorite Easter egg of all time. It's, it's it's a very good one. It's a very 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 good one. But it, it's uh, one the final rank. I'll put that on. I'll put that on my top. top. Yeah. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi thought uh, or asks uh, thoughts on Destiny going uh, free to play because Activision left the game. Uh, that's a big middle finger to Activision if I ever heard one. Not really, but it, it maybe a little bit because it's just like they clearly had really big philosophy philosophy differences. And the rumors that they were cracking champagne when they divorced from Activision. And I know Activision and their investors were not happy to lose that brand of Destiny. And Destiny's even partnered with, uh, what is it called? Google Stadia, the streaming service. We're not going to talk about that today. We'll save it for next week. Um, that is, they are changing the game up. And good for them going free to play. They're trying to evolve modern times, modern models. But that stuff worries me. The, the games as a service worries me. I don't like that. I don't like having to be online all the time. The stuff worries me. Uh, but if it's like a free-to-play app and you can still play by yourself, then hey, that's kind of yeah, cool. We'll see. Good for them. I'm glad it's free-to-play. Get more people involved. Uh, Dr. Monty asks, which character from the Blackout universe do you want? Uh, or from the Blackouts universe in Blackout do you want the most? He said he wants Wheelchair Woods from Blackouts too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How would that work? Oh. There's could, no way you're jumping. Yeah, you could pretend like you have rocket boosters. Remember Sly Cooper? You remember your buddy uh, Bentley? Come on now. Yeah, what you could do is um, he could he could be like a handicap, literally, because he's handicapped. But like, if you wanted the challenge of beating Blackout without having to without to being able to jump. Woods. Yeah, oh. that'll be that'll be a challenge oh my god i i don't know who they haven't milked i think i even saw the russian guy from verkuda teased in one of the trailers i don't i don't know if there's really anybody worth anything to add to blackout maybe everybody can have a uh oh but you said blackout black ops characters i was going to yes, suggest any, anybody from the world yeah. of black ops and they can be real insulary characters. I mean, we had we had the cosmic silver back in there. I really don't want the bad guys. How would you feel, how'd you like feel them throwing, throwing the Margwa in? You could have a Margwa with a gun. Oh Jesus! 
<laughs> just, just fucking ridiculous. A Margo with a gun stomping around the battlefield. All I'm seeing is uh, Gary's mod, where you just load in models that look that mm-hmm. way, but the space is no different. It's just the models showing that. Oh, man. I... I guess Roebuck. We could do Roebuck. That'd be fine. The Margo and Blackout. Make it happen, Trayer. Everyone wants Peter McCain. I don't care. Why is there so much love for Peter McCain? I don't... I don't understand it. (laughs) I don't get it. I don't get it. I do not get Peter McCain. He's the most important character in the story, Reed. You don't understand. He's huge. He is the key. Come on, Jar Jar. Come on. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, last one. Lagosaurus says, uh, what's the deal with airline food? Jesus Christ. Uh, I flew with uh, EasyJet today. Mm-hmm. Uh, EasyJet flights are very cheap. Okay. Uh, but what they get you are uh, the drinks. Oh. Pay for, uh, I paid two, two euros for my soda today on the plane. Son of a bitch, John. Yeah, but the flights are cheap, so what am I gonna do? Yeah, you ever get those Gotta like one euro flights? Those things are nuts. Uh, well, those I don't know how you find those. I, you you get them? them it's, YouTube. Yeah, it's like a fire sale thing they do around Easter. Um, yeah, I don't know how they work, but like you can get cheap flights, but like you got to pay for like an extra carry on. You got to pay to pick your seat, and the further up you are in the airplane, the more you pay. Yeah, yeah, uh, you yeah. Pay it's... for your drinks. They come around with like a. Like a duty free slash sky mall cart, mm-hmm. you know, the seats are real tight, but you can travel for cheap. So, can you really complain? No, you can't. Rick, I was looking at a thirty dollar ticket to Florence. Like, how do you? Oh God, yeah, come on. Like, 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 fine. I'll, I'll put up with paying two dollars for a soda if it means cheap flights like that. Should I get into donation questions? Yes. All right, and this is sponsored by Ironside, by the by. And why do I bring up an Ironside sponsorship? Because right now, I see something that makes me happy on screen. We have hit your mark as the 29th challenge. I love that. I'm so glad they put hit their mark inside the gauntlet. And I'm so glad that Ironside Computers decided to sponsor this podcast. You can use coupon code RAT for 5% off. Uh, any any of your uh, computer needs on their website. So go to Ironsides.com and see if you're in the market for a computer. Take 5% off just from our friends at Ironsides. Now, thanks to Austinator Octokiller58 and Shace Gaming, they all became members, or at least I got notified that you all did of the channel. Two of them for 20 months in a row! My God, we're almost two years together, so I really appreciate that. I can't believe we've had sponsorships on YouTube for two years. That's nuts. That's fantastic. Um, but donation-wise, uh, Birdman Production says, Hey, Johnny. Totem fan here. Just want to congratulate you on the Liverpool fans on the win. Oh damn it! Uh, it's not. It's not Totem. It's Tottenham. Reed. Oh, this is why I didn't want to start this. Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, if you don't know, Reed, the European champion. I, mean, I feel like we mentioned this last week, didn't I we? I think we did. I think we did. We're uh, good. Liverpool won, which is basically their champions of Europe. Now they beat Tottenham. From now making it six, uh, six total. European champions. Gotcha. Six-time European champions. Okay. Good for them. Congratulations to them. I hope that makes everyone in the town very happy. Chad Cross donates, and he says, Hey, Reed, I ordered... Jo- oh, no, I covered that, actually. Yeah, he emailed me. Black Diamond 155 donates, and he says, If 
I think if they cancel the chaos, they will be shooting themselves in the foot. Sci-fi is so overdone, so the mythology made the story so interesting and fun. Chaos didn't get a fair chance, which makes me feel for Craig, feel horrible for Craig. I'd say sci-fi is not overdone. I don't think a single sci-fi movie has won an Oscar, a pure sci-fi I movie. You, I don't think you can overdo sci-fi. Yeah. Like but, you could overdo, say, sci-fi dystopia. because that Yes. Been, that's been done to death. Sci-fi as a genre, I don't is think so. massive massive what they can do with sci-fi and it's mind-boggling sci-fi is like everything from star wars to zombies you know uh, yeah i mean the stuff even even, even like a, even marvel is technically sci-fi uh jurassic park is sci-fi yeah i mean sci-fi. i i within sci-fi, so within sci-fi you can do so many shit John. yes sci-fi horror sci-fi mystery suspense so on and so horror, forth you know I, I read short stories in sci-fi i have that yeah, book you do, like black ones. mirror which is like sci-fi yep. dramas yep it is i i can find something that i absolutely detest detest certain parts of sci-fi and absolutely adore others so like cthulhu i i i do not like lovecraftian stuff i just don't like it is that more fantasy though no but it's sci-fi i think it is a genre of sci-fi lovecraftian i don't really know and then there's different parts of like steampunk and diesel punk and there's so many iterations of these things where i can totally be on board for one thing like a game of thrones universe but be absolutely exhausted by you know a warhammer universe which you know per se oh yeah here's me getting glitched out and having to kill myself so i spawn inside the boss fight that was great if you ever teleport during this challenge at the time of trying to teleport into the boss fight the game breaks so that was that was a nice lesson learned um okay david kirk you guys got me back into zombies and i want to go after the easter eggs and bo3 but i found about one issue with the go rod crowley should i forget buying the dlc or is there a chance it gets patched just 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 don't buy it for now don't worry about it don't talk about go rod the internet loves to talk about go rod crowley just someday hopefully it gets fixed okay Infamous Chibo says, love me some Zombros. Thanks, dude. Mr. Drown, just like Budapest all over again. You and I remember Budapest very differently. Have a good day, gentlemen. Those are some famous movie quotes for you, John. About oh, Budapest. Yeah. yeah. And I Nathan, to John, Die Rye sucks. Call the Dead is amazing. Love you both. Good taste, okay. Nathaniel. Suck a butt. There it is. Uh, and I th- oh, wait. Someone just come in last minute. Okay, fantastic. Well, thank you guys so much for coming out to this episode of Zombros. Next week, we will have a Monday 4 o'clock show uh, because we are both traveling. I will be in Atlanta, and Johnny J will be in Paris. And we can't really do a show when we're not here. So the good news is we'll be here Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hopefully it'll be a little better for all of you that are getting out of school. The later for you, so those, you those of you in european times but you know john's suffering too so try and stay up and you might be able to catch it live have an absolutely wonderful day and we'll see you (coughs) dang it i was trying to finish before i had to sneeze in the next one have a wonderful week bye-bye now thank you for tuning into this episode of zombros make sure to download the podcast on itunes and support the show on patreon if you haven't already if you have the time be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going links will be in the description we'll see you in the next episode